Let's talk to you a little bit about rough greens. You still feeding uh, President Miles? <laughs> yeah, we still feed our dog. What kind yeah, of question well, I is didn't that? Know. I mean, at some point you're like, President Miles, I mean, you're a thousand <laughs> oh. years old. Would you object if they stopped feeding, you know, President Biden? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I assume he still feeds himself. That could be, I guess, well, up for debate. Yeah, up for mm-hmm. debate. Anyway, um, if you're uh, feeding your dog uh, regular kibble food, there's just it's all everything's baked out of it. That's really good for your dog. So the nutrients are baked out. So what do you need to do? Well, all you have to do is get rough greens. You sprinkle it on top of the food. It's filled with vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, all the thing that your dog needs to be healthy. And then they put some magic dog crack on it and your dog loves it and they lick the bowl clean. So they eat and they're eating healthy. Get a free trial bag of Rough Greens right now for your dog just to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com slash Beck. Big, big show today. Uh, We begin in just, well, she just said about 10 seconds now, (laughs) maybe five, four, three, two, one. it a big news day yesterday we have a category almost category five hurricane barreling towards uh, tampa as we speak we're going to cover all of that tell you uh, how you can assist with mercury one if you'd like to get involved also uh the white house is playing politics they're they've we've called everybody that's important in florida we called all the mayors uh you know uh, who else could we call uh, is there anybody else i mean anybody have you called the governor? Is there anybody else we can call? I'm sorry, I didn't hear. Did you call the governor? Is there anybody else? We can't think of anybody. Um, shameful, shameful. And what the Russians are saying about the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. America destroyed it. We are facing a Cuban missile crisis. This could be, end up being, the biggest story of our lifetime. This could be, if it uh, isn't played calmly by every side, this could be World War III, the Nord Stream Pipeline. We cover that. And the new digital currency from the government. By the way, they wanted you to know, it's not going to be anonymous. Why do that? Why do that? We'll tell you all about it with Adam Curry later on in the program. We begin in 60 seconds. Remember the good old days when, you know, you you had companies that you you did business with and they didn't hate you? It wasn't like, oh, 
I really want to charge you more just because of who you voted for, but all right, we'll take it. But don't think we're happy about it. Remember, remember when companies weren't like that? They actually, you know, liked serving people, liked money, liked success. Now, um, companies like Verizon, they like abortions. Shout your abortion. And I don't think they really like you, quite, quite honestly. Um, and they are standing for things that I just can't stand for. So put your money where your mouth is. Patriot Mobile shares your values, won't send your hard-earned money, you know, to help on the destruction of America. They work for conservative causes, not against them. And they're going to give you the same great nationwide service, all while supporting a company that loves America. Affordable plans that fit your budget. So switch today. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Beck. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. So, Stu, how excited are you? Wow. Where do we even begin today? Well, let's start with uh, Joe Biden. Here's the advice for anybody in Florida. Really important uh, advice yesterday from uh joe biden let me be clear if you're in a state where hurricanes often strike like florida or the gulf coast or into texas a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated ah yes everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane much more natural disaster hits Mm. this is great news we have a hurricane vaccine Mm -hmm. i didn't even hear Mm -hmm. about that yeah you just have to vote democrat that's it. And that's it. You vote for a Democrat and, and no hurricanes. So he's uh, wow. he's right there on the front lines for you, America and Florida. <laughs> he's there for you. We got to make sure that they get vaccines because it'll be very complicated when we're pulling you in from you know the water or off the roof of your house. I mean, we're going to send a helicopter, but have you been vaccinated? <laughs> have you ever had? A vaccine underwater, it's really difficult to administer. It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. Very difficult. That's why you should have had it. Should have had it before. You red staters. Mm-hmm. That's why you should have had it. <laughs> uh, by the way, um, so far, the uh, the president hasn't called um, Ron DeSantis at all. Uh, could you give me cut seven, please? Here's a FEMA uh, official being asked the question, wait a minute, you, why haven't you called yet? Is there any, can you articulate, I guess, how those determinations are made and why why it hasn't been made in this case to, to have the president call the governor? Yeah, the, the president is very focused on making sure that the federal family has the right resources available to support this. Have you been that is why I contacted the governor right away, and we have a team of my senior leadership that are embedded with the governor to make sure that we're supporting that. Yeah. Our focus today is making sure that we have the right measures in place to support the life-saving activities that need to happen. Uh-huh. Any uh-huh. conversations afterwards will need to be, uh, we need to see what the, uh, the damage yeah. is. But right. he's made conversations with the mayors, so is there any reason why not the governor? Again, we have a strong team that's in place supporting the governor right now, working side by side with him and his staff. How are you we'll working side by side? You haven't called him. I think they did eventually call him, right? Oh, did they? They did eventually get around to it. Yeah, good, yeah. good. Well, that's, you know, usually very low. I know when, you know, the fires and everything were happening and that evil George Bush, you know, he who hates California. He's like, whatever California needs, we're not going to supply it. 
In fact, I'm not even going to call and find out. You know, I, I wish there was just one person we could call. Do you remember George Bush? Didn't matter what state. It didn't even in Hurricane Katrina. He called and said, please evacuate the city. The Democratic leadership said no. He didn't get vindictive about it. He was immediately there. And he even took the blame for all of it, even though he didn't deserve it. Same with the wildfires. Where is Joe Biden? Have you been vaccinated? All right. Well, one other thing I want to bring to your attention. Well, first of all, let me say this, and then we'll wrap that section up of, of uh, Rick DeSantis. Yeah, Ron, Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. You, you, uh, what you have to watch for here is the media um, <laughs> smearing Ron DeSantis. They are going to do everything they can to make him look incompetent. They're going to do everything they can to make Florida look like a hellhole that's just out of control. Guarantee it. Yeah. Guarantee. I mean, number one, obviously, is the concern about what's going on with human life and, and all the the effects of the hurricane. But like when you look at it from a national perspective, what we'll have as a story here over the next few months uh, and actually in this case, the next few weeks is there are tons of people starting with his opponent in the gubernatorial race, but also spreading to uh, every Democratic operative across the country and every media representative across the country who see Ron DeSantis as a real threat to Democratic power and have an opportunity here, whether true or not, to try to take him out, not in the 2024 presidential election, but right now in the next few weeks. This is an election that's, you know, seven or eight points. Maybe it's five points in Florida where with, with DeSantis leading. You know, if this goes poorly and they can convince the American people, the people in the middle, not the hardcore leftists, but the people in the middle who are, who think that maybe Ron DeSantis does a terrible job managing this somehow, if they can convince them of this, they can take him out before this gubernatorial race and then he's not a factor at all in 2024. They see this as Democrats so often do. Human tragedy they see as an opportunity. Well, I want to get into that here in a second. But first, here's your opportunity to serve. Mercury One, working with its partners, we are mobilizing on the ground with food, electrical support, communication support, and cleanup support. We will be in first and out last. We need your help. Just go to mercuryone.org and donate to our disaster relief fund. We have many donors in Florida. Mercury One is there to help so please, if you can, donate now to mercuryone.org, and we will keep you up to date uh, on the latest and what we're doing. We're just waiting for it to come ashore, uh, and then we will spring into action. Um, all right. The, uh, the next thing I want you to know about FEMA is we found a paper. This is, oh, I don't know, several, uh, several years ago this paper was written. He's a climate activist. And uh, it proposes that FEMA could be weaponized to, instead of being reactionary to natural causes, it would be proactive and it would operate as some sort of a Green New Deal enforcer. Well, we found this paper and it says, quote, if the moment is seized, the current crisis and any renewed attention it may bring to emergency management can be an opportunity to recast it as more vital and strategic component of the future political landscape. The paper laments that FEMA's previous restrictions when it comes to liberty and their reluctance to, quote, 
impose limitations on private property, end quote. Really? I thought we were done with the talk of FEMA camps and Black Hawk helicopters. No, you're not done with that. Let me just let me put it back in here for just a second. This is the Great Reset. Now, have there been any changes at FEMA? Well, yes. If you go to the FEMA.gov website, you'll see integrating sustainability into recovery. Now, it was updated July 22nd, 2020. So this is being set into motion at FEMA in the final months of the Trump administration. But remember, there's no such thing as a deep state. We have one of their guides that is actually linked back to the Department of Energy going green from the ground up. And the first section says it all, quote, out of crisis opportunity. And they're talking about FEMA going in when there's been a horrible, horrible crisis. And the first question is, why go green from the ground up? Because we have the opportunity and FEMA can lead the way. Sololinsky would be very proud. Identify a crisis, and if none exists, create one. Then rebuild society with whatever image you want. Now, keep in mind, this is not from com- uh, congressional committees. This, this is from a group of unelected deep staters, FEMA and the Department of Energy. As you scroll through the FEMA website... It looks pretty familiar to stuff we've already seen someplace else. In fact, it's a damn near carbon copy of the United Nations Agenda 2030, the Agenda for Sustainable Development. And their 17 sustainable goals are another carbon copy of what the Davos crew are saying at the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset. It's all the same. What they're saying is that if you actually like or need your high carbon footprint job, if you work in the oil, gas industry, car industry, coal industry, 95% of blue collar work or literally anything they don't like, it's too bad. And the rebuilding of any city is going to come at a higher cost because they're just making it sustainable for the future. To the new U.S. government bureaucratic great reset, Liberty is a liability, as that FEMA academic paper stated, private property is a limitation. We'll keep our eye on FEMA, and hopefully they're bringing clean water and then going home. Now, I want to take a break, come back, and talk to you about Nord Stream. This is the Cuban Missile Crisis. This could be, if things go wrong... This could be the beginning of uh, World War III. And Russia has already said that this gives them the right to use nuclear weapons. I mean, they seem to be itching to use those nuclear weapons. Um, We'll talk about this because it's confusing on who would have the motivation. And I want to give you what Russia is already saying, who the culprit is. In 60 seconds, Robert wrote in about his experience with Relief Factory. He says, I'm 74, still a competitive roper at rodeos. At 74? For a long time, I've experienced a lot of pain in my arm and up my knees. Yeah, I would think if you're a competitive roper, that's starting at about 
40, maybe 35. He said, I, was, uh, I wasn't able to do the things that I love. But then I heard about Relief Factor and tried it out. Sure enough, it helps. I'm back to roping. Thanks, Relief Factor. That's amazing. Three-week quick start. Try it. Try it. $19.95 a day, the trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered the trial pack. They try it for uh, you know 30 days, three weeks, and 70% of them go on to order more. Who knows? You might be roping. It's relieffactor.com. Call 800 for relief. 800, the number for relief. 1995, the three week quick start developed just for you. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. We're going to continue to watch the uh, hurricane and the uh, storm. It is uh, approaching a Category 5. It is on the verge of becoming a Category 5. Much of Tampa is uh, lower than sea level. Um, And this would be catastrophic, just catastrophic. Uh, All right, so where do I begin on Nord Stream? Let me start in August. Apparently, the CIA um, uh, said that there is a chance that someone would uh, cause uh, some sort of disruption with the pipeline, that somebody would sabotage it. We don't know anything about it except from the reporting from Reuters and Der Spiegel. Um, but they were warning back in, um, in August that this could happen. Now, if you use, and I don't want to get too complex here for you. If you're, I speak military speak and I, I hate to get all technical on you, but this would be the theory. Uh, I think, uh, he who smelt it dealt it. I think that's what, is that too tech? Too high tech. I, I'll try to break it down later. You try to try to do the academic stuff. Yeah, Glenn. not everyone. Know. You know, is, is I know graduate I, school here. So I think that's what's being implied here uh, with this. Um, the explosions. We know they were explosions because they were picked up on the Richter scale um, by scientists. One happened in the morning, and I think one happened in the evening, uh, and a jet flying over uh, noticed the bubbling cauldron um, in the water and realized there is a problem. Now, these are not open pipelines. This is all natural gas that had been trapped, pressurized in the pipeline. We have no idea. It's about 250 feet uh, underwater. You can't dive, uh, you know, free dive that far. You would need some sort of special equipment, but then a ship would have, you know, would probably be spotted just kind of like hanging out around there. Um, we have no idea. There are a couple of theories. One, let's start with the Russian theory. What a surprise. America did it. And do we have the audio of Joe Biden talking about Nord Stream pipeline? Um, I I want you to listen to this because this is the Russian talking point. Biden saying he's going to get rid of Nord Stream. 
Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it. What, do, what how will you how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control we will uh, I promise you we'll be able to do it okay so uh, Russia is saying that was a threat he wasn't talking about sanctions because the sanctions would have had to be against Germans he says, we'll just, there won't be a Nord Stream pipeline. I'm not comfortable with that. Um, I, I will tell you, I don't think this is true. I, I don't even want to think that our government could do this. This is an act of war. You could say this is a crime against humanity. This is a really bad thing. There's another theory. The other theory is that Russia did it. And there's two theories on Russia. One, Russia did it because Gazprom's going to have to pay all kinds of fines because some of their stuff is not working properly. Just blow it up. Just blow it up. Uh, and uh, maybe that'll avoid all the fines and, and uh, everybody inspecting everything when things come back together. I don't know if I buy that one. Uh, it, it, the other is Russia did it because they could blame it on the United States and escalate the war and wait for the investigation to be done, which would delay everything because Russia is currently having a hard time fighting in Ukraine. They don't have the supplies and they don't have the people until spring. Maybe. I think the last two are the most interesting. One, when was the last time we had an, an event w involving Russia that happened? And it was a big event. They blamed it on America and then just went on. And we didn't, nobody ever found out what was going on. The killing of Alexander Dugan's daughter. Because we never found anything out leads people and me to believe that it probably was a warning to Putin and an inside job. Is this possibly an inside job from Russia? <sighs> I don't know. The scenario, I think, is most likely. I'll share in just a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, I've got a challenge for you. I want you to take a minute, really reflect on where your finances are. Think. How are they going? How's your bank account? Here's the thing. Um, it's going to get worse. Do you see that uh, home loans now have just broken 7%? 7% interest rates. Remember, it used to be like two. Oh, those were the days. Listen, you need to make sure you get into a fixed interest rate. And while you can, stop paying 19 or 20% on your credit cards. Get that down to 5 to 7% instead. Do it now. 
The interest rates are only going to go up. American financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. They're waiting for your call now. 800-906-2440. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn with Studios America and Glenn TV back to back tonight. Use the promo code Glenn. Mercury One and our partners are already uh, positioned in Florida, ready to go in to help, to clean up, to feed, to get water, electricity. Um, We will be there. Uh, We would really appreciate your help. Uh, Our funding uh, relies solely on you. So please uh, go to mercuryone.org and donate and Tampa and the surrounding areas. We will be there for you. Um, all right. There's a couple of um, uh, other things. I want to finish up on the theories of the Nord Stream, and then I want to talk to Pat Gray, who just joined us. Hi, Pat. Hi, Glenn. So there, is the, the, there are the theories out there. Russians say we did it. We say the Russians did it. This is the Cuban Missile Crisis. Russia has already said this allows them to now use nuclear weapons as soon as they find out for sure who did it. Uh, That would be catastrophic, absolutely catastrophic. I think it's going to end up being like the Reichstag. Who knew? You know, the Nazis said it was the communists. We think now it was the communists, but we have no idea. We don't know the truth. And look what happened in Germany after the Reichstag. So I have a feeling it's going to be like that. One side will believe one thing. One side will believe the other. And we may never know the truth. Um, There are uh, Poland, the what was he? The finance minister immediately came out yesterday and said, it's America. I hope to God it's not. I hope to God it's not. I I can't imagine. Now, I, I know we're dealing with evil. But this is beyond evil. Um, I think, personally, the most likely scenario is it was our money, but it wasn't earmarked for this, wasn't intended to do this. How many billions of dollars have been lost over in Ukraine? Where did all that money go? You know, we didn't send out any accounting. Uh, accountants you lose one billion dollars by the way you think that's crazy that it could never have we lost seven billion dollars when hunter biden was in ukraine seven billion dollars just vanished do you know what could be done with seven billion dollars do you know what a private organization could do with seven billion dollars you could start wars revolutions you do anything. You could become Dr. Evil or Dr. No. I believe the most likely scenario is this was a private op. Could have been done by the Russians. Could have been done by European. Could have been done by anybody. But I wouldn't doubt that our money somehow or another was involved. Because that money is 
everywhere now. And we have no idea where. Pat Gray joins us now from Pat Gray Unleashed. I blame Canada, frankly. I think Nobody this, would expect it. No, right? <laughs> yeah, really. This was a diabolical plan by the Canadian Mounties uh-huh. to blame us. I mean, these people are the Mounties are always playing three-dimensional chess. <laughs> they really? You know that. Yeah. See, you know yes. the guys who are all tatted up in New Zealand? I yeah. thought of them first. Ah, you that's know? another possibility. Yeah, because they usually don't wear pants, mm-hmm. and right. they've got tattoos all over their face, and you go to right. a store, and you got a guy with tattoos all over him, you know you can't trust him. You can't. Yeah, so you cannot. It could have been those two groups coming together. Has anyone looked at the Chad Special Forces? <laughs> because no. Also, the uh, Chadidians. Uh, Chadidians? Uh, the Chadidians are... Uh, is that the official? Very cagey. Yes, is that like their... the Newf- Newfoundland, Newfoundlandians? Uh, similar. Kind of? yeah. Similar. So It's just warmer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what, do you, what is your honest... First of all, do you think <clears throat> I have this wrong that this is the Cuban Missile Crisis? No, I th- it's... Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I, you know, I just hate that they're, you know, that they're showing the evidence of uh, of what seemed to be the president of the United States announcing in February that, you know, if 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 Russia invades Ukraine, we're going to do this. We're going to put a stop to the now, Nord Stream. But remember, see, this is this is the this is the worst part of that is that he's not talking about putting an end to Russia because remember the question, the follow up question is. But it's Germany. So how are you going to stop it with Germany? Yeah. So in other words, you're not putting sanctions on Germany. Right. How are you going to stop the pipeline? Because if the Germans want it. Right. You can't sanction them. You're not going to sanction them. Yeah. But his response was, uh, just watch. I promise it will happen. Here, play, play that uh, clip again of Joe Biden. Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, mm-hmm. if uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the, the border of Ukraine mm. uh, again, then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it. Mm. What, do, what? How will you? How will you do that? Exactly, since the project. And control of the project is within Germany's control. We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. Mm. That is terrible. I mean, that sounds bad. It, it sounds does. Bad. Yeah. It does. Because it, you can't explain it away with, he was talking sanctions, because that's what the White House is saying. Mm-hmm. He was talking sanctions. No, he that wasn't. Sound he was like talking, talking about Germany. Yeah. I mean, you could talk about potentially his argument was he was just going to pressure. Germany into yeah, you could, a, you right? could, like it could and that's just be the way that. it normally and it would could be. be that. Yeah. It could very well be that because it's hard to believe that even these buffoons <laughs> would do this, right? Now it's hard. Have to you heard the "he who smelt it dealt it" theory? <laughs> no, I have heard that. Yeah, okay, I have right. heard that theory. Yeah, because yeah. the CIA <laughs> warned uh, Europe, "Hey, there, somebody might. I don't know who farted." But somebody <laughs> farted or is about to fart. <laughs> so if you're the one announcing it, you're the one who did it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. You're yep. the one like, hey, it could get smelly in here, but it's not going to be from me. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> the other interesting thing we learn from Joe Biden there 
is that an invasion by one country to another means that you cross their border with tanks and troops? Who knew? I didn't realize that was an invasion. That's huh. why that's that's why this isn't an invasion here in Texas. <laughs> that's why they don't yeah, have any tanks. They have no tanks. They just the have the minute troops. they have a tank, <laughs> we're in. Those but, Mexican tanks are yeah. tough, too. They really are. You got to watch out for them. Really bad. Really bad. Um, so uh, let me uh, let me give you another happy piece. There was a um, some sort of an exercise with China and Russia with a missile launching uh, a ship of some sort from China. It was spotted mm. just off the coast of Alaska by oh, yeah. our Coast Guard. Right. Yeah, that's, it's not, that's, that's happy news as well. No, it is. Yeah. And, I mean, this new alliance between Russia and China, them getting so friendly with each other, it's just kind of chilling. Uh, a little chilling. Even without the ships off the coast of Alaska, it's a little concerning that they're spending so much time together and cozying up like And especially they when they're talking about currencies. Yeah. Uh, and today, uh, Russia came out and said that they are going to use cryptocurrency uh, now to bypass everything they're just going to start using cryptocurrency uh for trade because that bypasses you know all of the systems which will only mm-hmm. make the argument for the federal reserve mm. even stronger of saying you can't use cryptocurrencies because if you have cryptocurrencies you support the russians you watch you oh watch. yeah that's coming Adam Curry is going to join us here in just a few minutes, and we're going to talk a bit, little bit about cryptocurrency. Everything you needed to know. It's amazing how many things wind up with, you support the Russians! Oh, okay, why do you love Vladimir Putin? I don't, but um, that doesn't mean I need to support sending all this money to Ukraine either, right? I mean, $65 billion just from what Congress has okayed, is a lot of money, and I'm not sure I support the continuation of this thing. And we have no idea where this money is all no is going. Idea. It's it, no idea. It's a giant laundering scheme. I mean, it if, is. It, it, it is. It certainly will be major aspects of it. I mean, if, let's just say, the system works exactly right. Yeah. Okay? Now, let's just say, I mean, let's give it an example of, of it working really right <laughs> lately. Let's say... Like, uh, if it works as well as the COVID relief funds. <laughs> it just, uh, Nothing it could a, work that well, though. A right? fascinating right. tale uh, yeah. in which uh, one guy was feeding 5,000 children a day. I mean, that's an that's... amazing thing from his one-bedroom apartment, wow. which is difficult to do, wow. especially when you need to buzz in. It was a complex yeah. that you had to get buzzed in each time. So really? imagine just the just the buzzer going off five thousand times like a day. Is that the guy who used to sell the newspaper ads from his tiny from his one bedroom, bedroom apartment, <laughs> month after month after month? <laughs> I'm Don Laprie, and you too can make millions of dollars from your tiny it's one bedroom Don apartment. It's Don Laprie's new money making scam. It is. It's it is. great. In yeah. fact, it was much easier than even planning, placing tiny classified ads. You didn't have to do that. No. You just had to answer one. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, so that's, we obviously know that's really bad. But like, at least there's a way to track that down, right? There's, you know, mm-hmm. for example, they were using a random name generator for all the children. And instead of just my pasting gosh. the actual names they got from the website, they just linked to the random name generator oh website oh. in the paperwork. 
My oh gosh. My gosh. If I just may reveal the best part about this, because there are so many great uh, features of the of the pandemic scam, but the best part <laughs> is the, the, the authorities actually caught this really early. They went from um, feeding 4,000 kids a month to 400,000 kids a month. Oh which gosh. would set off some alarm bells, right? Yeah. You think, okay, wait a minute, where are they getting these 396,000 starving children from? You are from? talking about right. a government worker. Right. No, so, but, but again, that was my initial belief, right? Uh, okay, yeah. it was a government worker. But wait, there's more. They actually did catch this early. And you know what the reaction of the, uh, it was a, a fund that would serve um, Somali children and Kenyan children, Western African immigrants oh my god so when they said hey guys what's going on here the organization sued the government claiming racism my gosh one in court and that's why the government couldn't do anything about the fraud wait a minute because they won in court they were they were basically told they they couldn't they couldn't check in anymore on this because uh because the belief was that there was racism involved so oh, that judge needs to be quartered. Well, really? I, <laughs> so that is legitimately what happened here. And, and you know, it led to a quarter wow. of a billion dollars in fraud. Um, but that's you can there's ways to catch that. Right. Mm. The correct way the Ukraine mm. aid works is we send something to Ukraine, which then explodes. We it will explode on Russian troops. That's how it imagine if you could take money and then just say hey it exploded that's our proof it exploded over there and maybe killed some russian troops or blew up a russian equipment the the way that we're hoping it works is by sending 50 billion or 60 billion dollars over there and the vast majority of it winds up exploding so yeah, there's no way still to track have a it. paper trail wow. see here's the problem yeah, but the paper all trail, that what does money, that prove yeah all that money goes into the most corrupt government ever mm-hmm. you just start skimming money off of the top i'm feeding african children don't look yeah exactly and who's going to question it nobody's going to question it and how much can you do i mean again we never found our seven billion dollars that they lost in what was it 2011 they lost it we never found it Mm. how much money is sloshing around and what can that money do Um, upside, if you're like me, every time you shell out an arm and a leg at the gas station, by the way, gas prices are going up. You should, you should watch tonight's Wednesday night special, uh, because we're going to show you what is coming, uh, and, uh, how to deal with it. Anyway, one of the things you can do to deal with all of the prices upside upside is an, an amazing app. It's going to save you money on gas and groceries and dining out. All you have to do is download it and use my promo code Beck. You'll automatically get 25 cents or more back from every gallon on your first tank of gas. And when you're there, just find an offer for wherever you're buying. Whatever you're buying on upside, you just check it, check in at the business. And when you pay, you get paid. It's incredibly easy. You'll feel the results right where it counts in the wallet. So join now. Just download the free Upside app and use the promo code BECK. Get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. 25 cents or more for every gallon on your first tank of gas. Use the promo code BECK. Download the free Upside app now. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. 
our stock of crude oil, uh, if we uh, have any infrastructure damage uh, and we can't get to uh, oil and gas, we have to dip into our strategic oil reserves. Um, the strategic oil reserve fell to 6.9 million barrels. Uh, it's the lowest level since 1984. Uh, this is the first time that the strategic oil reserve has been used as a campaign credit card. Um, if you want to put this into perspective, at the current rate, the U.S. is selling more oil out of its emergency reserves than the production of most medium-sized OPEC countries. We are selling twice as much per day than we're producing in Alaska. That puts us somewhere between Exa, Exxon and Conoco in terms of the impact we're having on the daily supply. And this is happening now with new oil going in to replace it. You understand that? We are selling our strategic oil reserve on the eve of war and hurricane. We are selling it at a rate that is somewhere between Exxon and Conoco. Find out. Pain is the point tonight. The economy that is going to hit you tonight, 9 p.m., Wednesday night the special. Glenn Back program. Boy, I, I don't know about you, but uh, this Nord Stream thing really bothers me. Um, I, I'm not sure who did it, but uh, depending on how this thing plays out, this could be World War III. Are you prepared? Are you prepared even just for what's coming just because of what this government and other governments are doing now to their economies and to their dollars. You prepared? Watch tonight's uh, special, uh, Wednesday night special, 9 p.m. tonight. Uh, I, I would suggest that you at least uh, look into having some food storage. Get yours before the sale ends now at My Patriot Supply. It won't last much longer. You just... Add to your stockpile. Every family should have three months of food stored uh, just to, just in case of any kind of an emergency. And you have no idea what could happen next. I think I think history is proving that to be true once again. Save $200, $250 right now. Go to preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, there is a real effort underway now to destroy the dollar as the world's reserve currency. 
It is happening in a pact between uh, the BRICS countries. China and Russia are leading the way. Today, Russia said that they're going to start using cryptocurrency on uh, a lot of their transactions. It'll just bypass everything else. That will just make the argument from the Fed stronger. We need more regulation on Bitcoin and Ethereum. We, in fact, we might want to rush into and getting our own uh, cryptocurrency as a U.S. government just, just for safety purposes. Uh-huh. Uh, yesterday, they made a, uh, a pretty big announcement that, yes, we're going forward, but not at this time. Uh-huh. And the uh, British pound may fall below the dollar. We have currencies and inflation that uh, are not looking healthy suboptimal let's put it that way adam curry is joining us in just a second he's going to talk about bitcoin ethereum uh the uh, the idea of bitcoin versus the u.s dollar the pound and what all of this means how do you even prepare for what's coming adam curry joins us in 60 seconds Michael wrote in about his wife's experience with uh, Relief Factory. She said, my wife was in pain to the point that she was going to need surgery on her back, and it wasn't something she wanted to have to go through. We heard you talking about Relief Factor, and so she decided to give it a try. Amazingly, it worked. She's out of pain. No surgery. Jim, thank you for writing in, and and thank you and your wife for giving Relief Factor a try. It doesn't work for everybody. About 70% of the people who order it go on to order more month after month. That's a pretty good odd. I'm part of that 70%. Please try the three-week quick start developed for you. It's $19.95. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered it. 70% of them go on to order more. 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF or relieffactor.com. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Welcome to Mr. Adam Curry, the uh, co-host of No Agenda. Hey, Adam, how are you? I'm good, Glenn. Never a boring moment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's a few things going on just today. Uh, By the way, where are you now? I'm I'm in beautiful hill country, Texas, Fredericksburg, where uh, I live. God bless you. Okay, so um, so Adam, yesterday, first of all, love to hear your take on Nord Stream two. Yeah, this. So first of all, this has CIA or us written all over it. I mean, I just don't see. I mean, who else could have done this? And it seems like an out of control administration, which is probably run by intel agencies, would do something like this. And now we're seeing two things. One, um, should have taken Victoria Newland very seriously in 2014 when she said F the EU. I mean, mm. that's exactly what, especially with this blowing up of the Nord Stream. Now, we don't exactly know if there's one and two, but I think they're both inoperable at this point. Yeah. It's unlikely that Russia would do that, of course, because they could just turn it off at the source. Um, this guarantees that Russian gas is not going to come into Europe for a long time, at least not in any kind of volume, even though it was quite low. Um, so we want to screw Russia. I think you and I talked that they already took Russia off SWIFT, which is the international mm-hmm. payment settlement system that the banks use. Mm-hmm. And what we saw when this first started with Europe saying, we don't want your gas, we're going to limit it, we want a price cap, all these things that they were trying to 
do to just to get rid of dirty Russian fossil fuel so we can transition to the green digital economy. I mean, this is what Queen Ursula von der Leyen said just uh, a week and a half ago. Russia has gas. You can't shut down these gas uh, production plants because if you do, it takes a long time to spin them back up and you will never get the same uh, amount of gas back out uh, as you did previously. So they've been burning the methane uh, at their gas fi- at their gas fields for several months now, and the uh, the, the Bitcoining community has always looked at uh, burnoffs as a great source of energy on site mm-hmm. to mine Bitcoin. Right. Uh, and there's many many companies and projects doing that all over the U.S., Wyoming, Texas, all over the place. So for Russia to say, hey, you know, we need an international uh, payment settlement system. Bitcoin is exactly for that. It works incredibly well for large uh, payment settlements, you know, things that can be done within 10 minutes, so not consumer transactions. And it is immutable, Glenn. It it cannot be removed, blocked, or sanctioned by any government at that level whatsoever. If Russia really is serious, and from the reporting it seems like they might be, uh, if they start mining Bitcoin, that will be a game changer. I don't know if they will, but we'll know if they do because it'll start showing up on everybody's radar. That could be a very big uh, uh, competitor to the U.S. dollar. So, I I mean, I think Bitcoin um, is, you know, is the answer to so many of the world's problems. But the United States yesterday just came out and said, uh, you know, digital currencies not going to be anonymous, um, but we're we're moving forward with it. We're going to put it on hold, but we are going to move forward after some more studies. In fact, give me a little clip of what uh, Chairman Powell said yesterday. We think that there are four characteristics of if we were to pursue a CBDC, it would at a minimum have the following four characteristics. First is intermediated. Second is private, privacy protected. But third is identity verified. So it would not be anonymous. It would not be an anonymous bearer instrument. And fourth is transferable or interoperable. So, so we're, we would be looking to balance privacy protection with identity verification, which, is, which has to be done, of course, in today's traditional banking system as well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so uh, tell me what all that means to the average person. Um, at this point, the way the financial system has been screwed up, there is no, there is no way out. Um, so we keep raising rates and now this is happening all over the world. Uh, the UK screwed it up. Uh, we're seeing that in their currency and the result of, uh, uh, of all of these problems we have, of course, the U S dollar skyrocketing. Everybody wants a dollar. Everybody wants a dollar. Uh, but the, uh, uh, the inflation cannot be subdued anymore by raising rates. So the concept of a CBDC, a central bank digital currency, is that the Federal Reserve, that's the, you know, the commercial banks who sound like they're part of the government, they uh, are going to control the creation of the money supply digitally, but then they can manipulate that whenever they want, mainly by removing money from you. So um, you'll have $100 in your CBDC wallet, but really it's 100.000000, 18 zeros, I think. 
and they will be able to devalue the currency or, or increase its value when necessary just by adding or subtracting zeros to your account. They've already, this is in the plans. This is the core function of the central bank digital uh, coin along with the, because it's not anonymous, because they do verification, because um, uh, you will be known, they can determine which of these dollars can do certain things. They're not saying that, of course, but that's built into the protocols. Correct. Um, and and they, they can't do that with Bitcoin. They might be able to do it with something like Ethereum, and I'll just explain very quickly the difference between these two. Bitcoin was the first blockchain digital currency, in my opinion, just like God sometimes works through man's hand with doxers, this is, this is God-given because it is sovereign. It's open. Everyone can see what it does. There's no gaming the system. And it's run by people who just run a Bitcoin node. There's about 40,000 in the world. It should be millions. Um, because of the way Bitcoin was set up, anybody can run it on a Raspberry Pi, like you know, a $100 computer. You can become part of the network. Ethereum, particularly with the change they recently made to make themselves look greener, have essentially put all of the control of Ethereum, and by the way, Ethereum has a CEO, Bitcoin doesn't, um, have put all of that control into six major players who stake, i.e. they put their money uh, into the system uh, to guarantee transactions and that it's all working. In the real world, what that means, if you go and look at what can I buy with Bitcoin, what can I buy with Ethereum, Ethereum is pretty much for NFTs, and it's for, you know, creating all kinds of financial, de- uh, decentralized financial instruments, and it's kind of like a Wall Street. You don't really see things priced with Ethereum. In Bitcoin, though, you can do true micropayments. You can, um, you, if you look online, pay with Bitcoin is everywhere. We as people need to prepare and start just using it. You don't have to invest in it. You know, Bitcoin is it's a commodity. The SEC has even come out and said that versus Ethereum, which is a security, i.e. you're not really buying a currency. You're buying a piece of a stock of a company that is doing stuff. Bitcoin is like gold as a commodity because it takes huge amounts of energy to create it. You can't produce anything without energy. It's just the result is a digital uh, thing that, that can be traded. So it has true value. Learning how to use it, you know, with, with $5 or $10, is going to be very advantageous because you will either want to have certain transactions peer-to-peer um, or international payments that you just will not want the U.S. government to see anymore. I mean, because cash is going to go away, and that's very, very critical. And now, what we're seeing is, sorry. Well, no, I was going to say, you just said you wouldn't want the government to see some of these transactions I mean, Correct. I'm not in. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm. I'm not a drug dealer, Adam yeah, Curry. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not today. No, but and you could be watching the wrong movie. You could be um, uh, purchasing um, too much meat. You know, but I think that this is where it will truly go. Um, is here's your carbon footprint. When you eat beef, you have more carbon footprint. We really need to regulate how much people are eating beef. So you can do a couple of things. You can find a rancher near you and do some direct transactions. But in that case, you also want to have a way to do that transaction that is quick, that is accountable, and cash may just not be on hand anymore or the amount of cash you need. Uh, that, could ex- that could become illegal. I mean, that, that's more likely than, oh, you're a drug dealer. No, you're a, you're a beef eater. <laughs> right. that's where, you, know, you need to get on the bugs and the soy. Right. 
And that that is the thing that um, when you were talking about earlier, that it, it can be programmed. It it can say you only get uh, so much beef. And once you've hit that limit, it automatically will not buy beef. You Correct. can't buy gas on a certain day. This is the way that they make the um, uh, modern monetary theory work. If they, they, they feel have to, yeah, right. Yep. They, 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 they got, they jumped in, they went with it and now they have to continue it. Correct. And so and, you have, and, you have a stimulus package. You'll just have a hundred dollars in your Bitcoin account from the federal reserve. And the, you'll just go to your federal reserve Bitcoin account and you'll have 24 hours to spend it. So spend it, whatever you want, but they want that stimulus right now. When they have to pull right. things back because prices are going up, they just say, can't buy that now. And everything points towards the carbon market. You know, these are, this is what Europe announced. Uh, they're reopening or reestablishing their carbon markets so that you can trade carbon credits, not just on a corporate, but on an individual level. Um, uh, and by the way, I think uh, just having listened to Madame Fifi Lagarde uh, over there at uh, Atlantic Council about the European digital euro, I think that's going to come very quick. They're going to go very fast. They're in deep, deep trouble. And and she's now just saying, yeah, 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 we're going to do this. You know, we're going to get this going. And here's the parameters. It, it will happen. Um, and and so it will be not just your you've been outlawed, but your whole life will be based around carbon. I mean, this is the most convincing argument they have. Carbon, and by the way, used to be carbon dioxide. It's turned into carbon somehow. Uh, carbon is killing the world. Uh, we're, we're the ones responsible for it. Here's your budget for the year. Fill it in the way you want. You want to eat beef, you eat beef, but you may not be able to drive. So it's going to be more based on that, and people will have to, will be told to take responsibility by, keep, by staying within your carbon limits. That, I think, is where it seems most logical because they have all those pieces in, uh, on the table. Uh, Adam, uh, I'm going to take a one minute break. And when we come back, I, I would like to ask you the most likely time frame of of all of this. When does when does this become um, a reality in 60 seconds? Sometimes it feels like get, finding a good real estate agent is like finding a sharp needle in a haystack full with uh, filled with dull needles. Here's a hint. If your real estate agent doubles as a Walmart greeter or is this a part time job? Yeah, not not a good not a good bet. I used to get really frustrated dealing with mediocre real estate agents and not knowing what makes a good one. Well, I don't know. I like her. I like her. I like him. He's nice. Easy to talk to. That doesn't make a good real estate agent. Real estate agents. I dot com is my company. It's a free service to you and it pairs you up with the best agents, both in your area that you're moving from and the one you're moving to. These agents know all of the best practices, the tips and the tricks that will turn your house selling and buying experience into success. Your situation is unique. It needs the touch of an expert. Check them out. Free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. So back with Adam Curry. Um, Adam, uh, what what do you think the timeline is before this is a reality? Well, 
I am under no illusion that they haven't been preparing this central bank digital currency for a long time. Right. Uh, typically, when it comes to digital stuff like this and telecommunications, I'm, whenever I talk to someone who has been in an agency or knows things, I'm like, wow, you guys were looking at the effects of social networking in the 70s, really? Uh, and they have. You know? So I think they may be much further along than they're, than they're letting on. Um, so... 2023 would be the optimal. This is this is not the right time, obviously, certainly for the dollar with the elections. Europe, may, I don't think Europe will get it done before the end of the year either. But in 2023, I expect these things to happen. More importantly, uh, back home, just yesterday, an $80 million investment was announced purely for marketing, since the system doesn't take much more. Um, of strike and strike is there's a beautiful what we call layer two to bitcoin called the lightning network and the lightning network allow it's you can it's an analogy to venmo it's like venmo for bitcoin you have it on your phone you got a couple hundred bucks in there you can connect it to your bank or you can load it up however you want to do it and you can make peer-to-peer payments you know as small as a, a hundredth of a penny if you want to it's completely programmable, scriptable. You know, you can do anything you want with it. You don't need permission to use it. And they, uh, they actually, um, uh, the strike with Jack Mahler's is uh, this young man's name. He happens to be part of a very famous Chicago uh, commodities family. So they understand commodities, which Bitcoin is. Um, and they have had a lot of success in El Salvador and other South American countries for cross-border payments. Um, so you can literally get the strike wallet today um, and you can load up a wallet, charge it, you know, uh, connect it to your bank if you want to. Uh, you can always disconnect it and learn how to use it. Learn. And then when the clamps come down, which I think they will, um, you'll already know how to, how to use it. You may have a little bit of Bitcoin. And you'll be able to live sovereign with some sovereignty as things start to crumble. Will that be needed in 2023? Maybe. I don't know. I do a lot in Bitcoin already, and people should do that too. Just to be ready, it's no better or worse than getting some food in the house and some water and Mm -hmm. some ammo. You just need to have these things as part of your arsenal. It's crazy how many people here in Hill Country, like, you know, we got my my boy Paul who does the septic tank and Eric who mows Mm -hmm. the lawn, and they're all coming up and saying, hey, man, explain, uh, explain Bitcoin to me. And I'm happy to do it. And, there, and so now we transact that way. This um, is what we need to do. Parallel economy. Um, Adam, it, I've got 45 seconds left. Um, let me end where we began. Do you think this Nord Stream 2 leads into war? Or, or let me ask it this way. Do you believe that this is our generation's Cuban missile crisis? Yes. Propagated by many of the very same people uh, <laughs> on both mm-hmm. sides of the equation. Uh, this will be a Wikipedia page in the future, but global war, nuclear war, no. Financial, it's a currency war. It, that's how it's going to go down. Mm. Adam Curry, thank you very much. Always good talking to you. Thanks, Adam. Likewise, Glenn. Sure. Uh, co-host of No Agenda. You can find him. His uh, website is adam.curry.com, and you can follow him on Twitter at Adam Curry. Uh, all right. Coming up in just a second, we're going to Tampa to get the the latest from our affiliate WFLA. Uh, We have Ryan Gorman uh, who does a program on WFLA and we'll have him uh, tell us what's going on. We have, I mean, our show started in, in Tampa and we have a lot of people. In fact, our 
newsletter was late this morning because the guy who uh, assembles our newsletter lives in Tampa. Uh, Nick Daly, who does the music that you're hearing here, along with Sam Carden. Nick lives in uh, Tampa as well. In fact, we just called him a few minutes ago, and he said the eye of the hurricane is literally over his house. And we're like, why are you still in your house, dude? Um, we're gonna we'll find out what's happening in Tampa as it comes ashore. And if you'd like to help out, go to mercuryone.org. Our emergency funds, our emergency disaster funds, please donate now. Mercuryone.org. The Glenn Beck Program. Your dog may be domesticated, but his or her digestive system is uh, most definitely not. Just like any animal, your dog's body knows when it's getting the nutrient it needs and when it isn't. Ever see them eat grass? Ever see them eat, you know, their own business? It's, there's a reason for all of that. Kibble food is lacking so much of what they, uh, what they need. And the reason why is because the government makes it so you have to have it on the shelf for two years without it going bad. Okay, that means you have to cook out everything that is good in it. It's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. I mean, that's rough greens, not your kibble food. You put rough greens on top of your kibble food, and it has everything that's... If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in rough greens. They want to make sure that your dog likes it, so they're going to give you a quick uh, trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping at roughgreens.com slash Beck, R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Watch the difference in your dog. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Back to back tonight, Stu Does America and Glenn TV at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. We want to check in with Ryan Gorman. He is the host of the Ryan Gorman Show on WFLA in Tampa, Florida. Hurricane Ian is uh, coming on shore now, and we wanted to see how things were shaping up. Ryan, how are you? We're doing good here in the Tampa Bay area. It looks like uh, the worst-case scenario for us is not going to unfold, but unfortunately for our friends down uh, from Sarasota to Fort Myers, uh, they are mm. going to be experiencing a rough one coming up here over the next few hours. So t- tell me what, you know, what they're t- saying is going to happen. What is it? What is life going to be like down there? Uh, well, I mean, we're looking at potentially catastrophic damage because what happened was, you know, if you go back to the 2 a.m. advisory in the middle of the night, the storm was a, still a strong storm, Category 3, about 120 miles per hour, maximum sustained winds. But then come uh, 7 a.m., uh, we started to get these updates that the storm had really strengthened. And now you have a storm that's basically a Category 5 hurricane. Uh, the maximum sustained winds, last I checked, were 155 miles per Jeez. hour. So a big increase. And, and 157 miles per hour is a Category 5. So it's technically a 4 right now. But once you get to that point, you're splitting hairs. And the amount of storm surge that is likely going to hit that that Naples area north uh, between Sarasota and Naples, you're talking uh, upwards of 10 feet, uh, some areas even close to perhaps 16 feet of storm surge. So those those barrier islands along the coast, I mean, you're going to see some areas 
wiped out. And if, if Michael, Hurricane Michael, a couple of years ago was any indication what that did to the panhandle, um, that's unfortunately what we can probably expect in a more populated area down in southwest Florida. So I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, and I remember when um, Mount St. Helens was about to explode. And there was a guy who lived on the side of the mountain. And the story night after night was, you know, why move off the mountain? He's like, this mountain and I, I grow up here. I was born on this mountain and nothing's going to happen to me. This mountain is like uh, like my mama and uh, she's going to take care of me. And that guy died. He blew up. Um, and we all thought that guy was nuts, but he had a right to do it. Uh, people are now talking, especially Washington, D.C., are talking about, you know, people have got to listen to the experts. They got to listen to the experts. Do you know a lot of people that are not listening to the experts there? Well, I don't think it's that. If you go back a little more than 24 hours ago, the track, and I will say the experts who have been tracking this storm, they've generally had it right. I mean, some of these wobbles that you see, very hard to predict, but it can make all the difference in the world. Um, So 24 hours ago when I was on in the morning doing hurricane coverage then, the focus was on Tampa Bay. And the storm having a direct impact on Tampa Bay, which would have been a worst case scenario for us, uh, because, as you know, from broadcasting here in Tampa Bay for so many years, uh, you know, that water starts to come in. It's got nowhere to go. It's a real problem. A lot of low lying areas, huge population. Um, So if you were in Sarasota, Fort Myers, Naples, uh, you knew you were probably going to feel some of the effects of the storm, but you weren't that concerned about it but within 24 hours the game has completely changed the storm is going to be stronger than expected as it makes landfall here in the next hour or so and if you're in those areas and you didn't evacuate you've got a real problem on your hands so Mm. that's why you know there were those warnings for uh, such a extended area for people to take this seriously and that's why you know a lot of people if nothing happens, then they say, ah, I shouldn't have listened, but you just never know. I mean, over the past 24 hours, things have shifted, uh, again, from a miles perspective, not a lot, but it makes a big difference in that local area where the direct impact is. How's the governor doing? How's Florida prepared? I think Florida has been uh, well prepared. We've been through this before. Governor DeSantis was uh, through this during Hurricane Michael. I I think if you go back and look at the governors here in Florida, whether it was uh, Governor Bush or uh, Governor uh, Scott, Rick Scott, when he was governor here, Governor DeSantis, they've all handled these kinds of situations really well. There seems to be cooperation between uh, state leadership and the White House and FEMA, which is good because you certainly don't want politics getting in the middle of anything right now. So uh, at the state, local, and even federal level, it seems like um, everything is working. And it's just unfortunate, you know, when you step back and you see how things work in a situation like this, it's just a shame that it can't work like that more often, (laughs) you know. Yeah. Ryan, thank you so much. Uh, Ryan is uh, the host of his own show, Ryan Gorman Show, on WFLA. Uh, that has always been considered our flagship uh, radio station. And uh, our thoughts and prayers are with all of you on the uh, Gulf Coast of Florida today. Thank you so much, Ryan. By the thank way, you. if you want to uh, help out Mercury One and our partners are already staged in Florida, waiting for the storm to hit and start to move out, We will be there to uh, help rebuild, clean up, uh, provide electricity, 
anything that we can do. But we really need your help. If you're not affected by the storm, uh, please donate now at uh, mercuryone.org. That's mercuryone.org. I wanted to give you one more story that um, is really disturbing, but I believe to be absolutely true. First of all, the guy who is saying this is um, a pretty credible journalist. Uh, and uh, this is all the kind of stuff that was changed after the uh, 2008 crash. What you didn't most likely pay attention to, um, we did. And what we paid attention to were the changes that the banks were making for depositors. You are the last in the line to get your money now. You're not the first. You're the last. Uh, now, Will uh, Salatin... I think that's how you say his name. Is that right? Salatin. Uh, he now has accused Citibank of permanently locking some customers out of their bank accounts, even if they show up with an ID. He writes several weeks ago, I learned that Citibank locks some customers out of their accounts and refuses to release their money, even if they show up with ID this week. City sent an email explicitly affirming its rights to do this without cause. He tweeted later, your money is not safe at Citibank. I would say your money is not safe in most banks. When I say that, I want you to know. The Department of Homeland Security has made it very, very clear that in a time of an emergency, Anyone who is telling you this information will need to be shut down because it will cause panic and run on the bank uh, and uh, you will lose confidence in our bank. Like I could say anything that could help you lose confidence in our banks. It's already gone, guys. Um, but I, I want you to know there will come a time where I will not be saying these things because I've already said them, and you need to pay attention. City in the email says, We reserve the right to close an account at any time and for any reason, with or without cause. We reserve the right to close an account at any time for any reason, with or without cause. Hmm. Uh, the procedure, the account closure procedure takes 30 to 60 days. However, they freeze your, uh, account city will only return the funds that they deem as belonging to the customer. What does that mean? What do you mean? They deem what belongs to the customer. I don't know. It was in my account. Did Peter rabbit come hopping through and put all that money in there? What do you mean? It doesn't belong to me. Warning. Warning. Everything you thought you could count on, you won't be able to. Everything you thought was solid will be liquid. The world will be turned upside down and inside out. Good will be bad. Bad will be good. We are here. Please take the time to prepare yourself, at least mentally, and then look at the things that you can do. Tonight at 9 p.m., I'm doing a, uh, a special that you don't want to miss. Uh, it is 
it's on it's on our economy. We are intentionally being destroyed. And I don't mean the United States. I mean the entire West. We are being destroyed. The American economy is on the brink of a disaster after less than two years of Democrat-controlled Congress and the White House. They have much more destruction that has to come. But the bottom line is they're getting you used to a lower living standard. Remember when we had COVID before before anything, really, we were still dealing with the actual COVID, trying to figure out what it was. And they were saying, it's a great reset and we won't be going back to normal from here. Remember that? Everybody was saying, got to get used to the new normal. Well, what is that new normal? That new normal is you can't get things on demand anymore. The new normal is, well, you just can't get it anymore. Uh, go ahead. Well, you can't really buy a car, so you should take care of the one that you have. All of this is part of what is coming. A lower living standard, a much lower living standard. If you look at what has happened uh, on the books, the trillions of dollars that have been lost now just in the last few weeks on the stock market and how the people who, you know, oh, the richest 10 percent, they got all that money. They've lost eight trillion dollars in the last couple of uh, weeks, eight trillion in value on the stock market. That is, they, these are the people that build jobs uh, create jobs, run businesses. How do you prepare? Tonight, it's a roundtable. I'm bringing in some experts. Uh, what will food and fuel cost in the months ahead? What is their worst, most likely worst case scenario and their most likely best case scenario? What do those look like? What does it mean when the Fed hides a white paper report, for internal report, that says we're headed for a depression and they hide it. What does a depression even look like? How will we feel the effects of ESG and the left's war on oil? And what happens if we go to war? Join me tonight for Pain is the Point. How to Survive Biden's Hell Economy. That's tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, only on blazetv.com and Blaze TV YouTube. Right after a brand new yeah. Stooge of America. Am I in your stupid show today? You are. Oh, jeez. I'm very excited about it. I hate going it. on your show. Oh, we have a I great time. hate it. It's a great time. You're always so interesting. And you know, I, so I look forward to it every you, week. You get people who just wa- you know are watching your show, and they're like, "He hates, he hates you, no, Stu, <laughs> right? Don't yeah, you?" Oh yeah, they, they yeah. There are people that don't necessarily understand yeah. that how much you absolutely love me in reality. Yeah, and how much I love Charles Grodin. Oh yeah, and Charles Grodin <laughs> was the same kind of guest that I am on with Stu. He just, you know, just uh, so uh, tell me about your new book. It's out. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I just try to make it as uncomfortable for Stu as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you always succeed. So thank I, you for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think I've made you very, very uncomfortable <laughs> as a broadcaster. All right. Let me tell you about Car Shield. Mero just saying about buying a new car. Hey, how's that new car? Oh, I love the car that is still in Michigan somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's a great, I haven't seen You're it You're going yet. on a year and two months? 
Uh, I'm over. Yes, I'm over a year and one month now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm coming up on a year and two. Congratulations. Ah, 14 uh, months. That's, that's about the, the, what we To get a expect. car. Expect to live in a third world country. Hmm. Things are going to get like this. But, so we have to take care of the things that we have. And even parts are becoming more expensive. Car Shield offers protection plans for around $100 a month. All you have to do is choose the mechanic to do the work, and Car Shield administrators do everything else. You can count on Car Shield also to take care of you when you're on the side of the road and you're like, yeah, okay, now what? Every protection plan includes coast to coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. So lock in your price today and it'll never go up. Car Shield, it has my back when my trucks go down, they can have your back as well. Get coverage like I have. Go to carshield.com slash Beck or call 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. It's carshield.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. During the break, I just got some new information on the Nord Stream uh, attack, the pipelines, uh, and I'll explain that to you coming up in, in just a second. There's two stories that I think are interesting. One's in the Hill. Um, Juan Williams, through uh, his, you know, his heavy analysis, uh, you know, on uh, the, the race for the Senate, he's going he's all in for Evan McMuffin. And uh, that's against uh, Senator Lee. And the reason why, he said, I think McMuffin has the, 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 the plan for the future. You know, he's just, he's not either party. You know, the Democrats. He's a Democrat. I mean, ran, is running his campaign. The Democrats are the ones behind him. He's saying, you know, he's trying to act like he's not. A de- I mean, the Democrats didn't even run a candidate against him. If he was an actual independent, the Democrats would be trying to get votes against him. So I think the biggest vote for McMullen, which, by the way, stop calling him McMuffin because people like McMuffins. You're you're giving him a positive association. I'll give you that. Okay, And and, uh, you know, I I think the point of this story is Juan Williams is still on air someplace. Um, Now, the the former liberal prime minister of Italy, Matteo Renzi has come out and said that the new prime minister is a danger to democracy, that she's a fascist. He said, look, I'm against her. I'm not her best friend. We both grew up in politics and we're rivals and always will be. But she's not a fascist. And this is not the rise of fascism. And that is fake news. Absolute fake news. That's the former prime minister in the opposing party. Who's telling you the truth? Glenn Beck program. One of the things that you should value most in life is peace of mind. And that's kind of hard to come come up with lately. It's like, uh, I don't know. My shoes aren't on fire. Oh, and I don't have to worry about that uh, until somebody comes and sets fire to your feet. Um, oh, it'll happen. You think that's crazy? 
Have you read the paper or seen the news? American Financing is a place that can help give you some peace of mind with your financial uh, uh, world. Right now, interest rates have just crested at 7%. 7%. And I have news for you. It's going higher. Please, if you have iInterest credit cards, get those down right now. Your... your uh, your uh, credit card interest rate is probably at 19%, 20 That's going to go up as well. Please get yourself out of debt. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. program i want to talk to you a little bit about the economy this hour what is coming fascism if we have time to really go deep into that and i want to start with nord stream 2 uh, some new things have uh, come to mind here since we even started the show some new pieces of information i want to i want to share with you a thought that uh i haven't heard anybody bring up yet and this should be front and center in our minds, uh, you know, in each of our lives. What can you take away from Nord Stream 2 today and take to the bank? I'll explain in 60 seconds. Speaking of the banks, <laughs> gee, I love them. I'm so glad that when they were going under and they were too big to fail, what we did is we broke them up and made them into smaller banks, or no, what we did is we bailed them out and then made them into even bigger banks. Well, that's great. That's really great. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but it looks like the uh, sterling, the British sterling is about to go under the dollar for the first time. That's not good. Euro is falling apart today. Our currency is going up, but it's a matter of time before that hits the skids as well. So what do you have of value? Do you have, I mean, think like people thought back in Germany. First thing they thought of was food. Then they had gold, silver, diamonds, art, anything of value. What do you have? Please call Goldline today. You can take some of the money that you have, uh, you know, in the market, in your retirement funds and put it into a uh, IRA maybe 10% of it so you have it please put 
spread the risk out and put your money in some of your money in gold or silver. Just find out if it's right for you and ask them at Goldline about their 6% free bonus medals when you uh, complete an IRA this month. Goldline at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Okay, so I'm I'm not sure because of the hurricane, I can't get a, a, a good grip on how America is feeling about this uh, Nord Stream bombing, but that's what it was. We know that this was sabotage. There, there's no natural explanation for it, and it uh, would have somebody diving about 200 and, 220, 230 feet uh, below the surface. That is not something that your average diver can do. Um, and this is encased in concrete, so this is blowing up the concrete and getting to the pipeline to blow that up. This is, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not going to the moon, but it is, you know, rather difficult to do. So who did it? This is an escalation that this is so important for you to understand. This is now a non-military key infrastructure that has been destroyed. If Russia thinks we did it, they've already said nukes are now on the table. That gives us a green light to use nukes. Forget about nukes for a second. Because if that happens, we all have 18 minutes. I'm going to the bar. I'm going out with a drink in my hand. But uh, <laughs> you got 18 <laughs> Family, meet me at the bar. Um, my wife would probably already be there. I've been there for a month living with you. Anyway, uh, so forget about nukes for just a second. And let's talk about what other things can Russia do. This is non-military key infrastructure outside of the borders of Ukraine. To date, as far as we know, combat targets were either in Ukraine or were military targets hit inside of Russia by Ukrainian Air Force or Special Forces. But the target menu now includes key civilian infrastructure, electricity, water utilities, energy production. That makes Russia more dangerous than ever. And that would be true no matter who carried out the attack. But it's significantly more true if this attack came with or without U.S. support from the West. Second, this uh, represents a major shift in the balance of power. The leverage that Russia had or has had over the EU, because now, assuming the pipelines can't effectively or quickly be repaired, this removes one of the major legs of Putin's leverage over Europe and particularly over Germany. Politicians and in Europe, including Ukraine, were quick to blame Putin for destroying Nord Stream. And of course, you know, the completely unsubstantiated claims were immediately picked up everywhere in the West, particularly the U.S. media including the Associated Press, the New York Times, Washington Post, you immediately have the West saying it's Russia. Okay, it might be Russia. It might be Russia. I, 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 I would never have hesitated to say this 
before on the air ever. But I know the game that we are playing now. So I want to be very careful because I don't want to be um, called a Russian operative or spreading Russian misinformation. Russia says it's us and they make some compelling points. I hope to God it's not us. I root for us. But the truth will set us free. So let's just say, um, let's just say it's Russia. Let's just say it's Russia. Does it make sense for Putin to have done this? First of all, these aren't Russian pipelines. These are privately owned pipelines, uh, Russian companies and some European companies. Gazprom, which is the Russian oil and gas uh, industry owned by Russia, uh, they're the minor shareholder. So the major shareholders come from Europe and come from Russia. If you are a major shareholder in Russia of the Nord Stream pipelines, I'm guessing you're pretty pissed today. And that's after uh, many months of being pissed at Vladimir Putin because you're shutting down my business. I want to sell gas to Germany. So is it in Putin's best interest to sabotage these uh, pipelines because he's he's pissing big oligarchs off? Okay. Nord Stream 1 has carried hundreds of billions of cubic meters of natural gas from Russia to Germany since it came online. Nord Stream 2 never became fully operational. Two days before Russia invaded Ukraine, Germany vetoed opening of that pipeline to try to put pressure on Putin into not invading. It didn't work. And then we sent a, a TIE fighter in and there, he didn't know there was this shaft right in the middle. Anyway. Both pipelines are kept pressurized with gas. That's a key part of the structural integrity in dealing with the pressures of being deep in the ocean. So, no, the gas leak isn't proof that Germany was secretly buying Russian gas all along. It's perfectly normal for the pipeline to be kept pressurized, even when not pumping gas into Germany. Now, we found out about this because of the Swedish seismologists. Uh, That's just... I just want to be one of those guys. I'm a Swedish seismologist. Yeah, sure. Quaking. Uh, They detected an underwater explosion. It is estimated to be as powerful as several hundred pounds of TNT. When they when they recognized that explosion uh, at the same time, the pressure in Nord Stream 2 dropped to zero. Now, according to their preliminary findings, findings, the explosion carries the signatures of a man-made blast, not an underwater volcano, landslide, or anything else natural. Hours after this explosion, a combat air patrol out of Denmark spotted a half-mile-wide bubbling cauldron of gas escaping. Now, as if to confirm... About 16 hours after the first blast and 100 miles away from the first one, another explosion, 
even larger occurred at another point in the pipeline. This time it was Nord Stream 1. That's a major part of why analysts were so quick to say this is sabotage. It's kind of like when the first plane hit the tower and we're all like, how could the pilot have possibly? And when the second plane hit, you didn't need any information. You knew this was coordinated. That's what happened yesterday. Okay, so who benefits? (sighs) Unfortunately, it's us. It's us. Now, there seems to be a rush to judgment that this was a false flag attack by the Russians because Putin is a madman and and he is. Uh, But there's a couple of problems with a false flag because Putin's major leverage over Europe has been energy production with about 20 percent of Europe's total energy production coming via the Nord, Nord Stream pipeline. So destroying the pipeline cuts off all of his uh, leverage. Okay, so why would he do that? Next, if it was a false flag operation by Russia, you're missing the flag part. You know what I mean? By the way, CIA is the best at this, but you're supposed to leave something behind. So you're like, Absolutely, that was right. Look at the Russian flag floating up to the top. There it is. They spelled Russia out in bombs. Okay, you leave something. Yeah, you know what's bubbling up? Vodka's bubbling up. Got it. Now, if this had happened a week before Putin had called for further mobilization of the Russian army, And if it was a clear attack by NATO or the U.S., then it might make sense as a false flag op. Stir up nationalism in Russia, justify the calling up of 300,000 reservists, etc., etc., then it might make sense. Okay. Are we capable of doing it? Of course we're capable of it. Are we spiritually that dark inside? Is somebody in this administration that dark that they would do it? And, you know, it's not just one person. This would take a lot of people. Would our special forces actually be that dark that they would do this? I, I don't think so. Maybe I'm naive, but I just, I, maybe I pray. Look, we don't want to believe our country would do such things. And this appears to have been a deliberate act of war against a civilian target of no immediate or direct threat to the U.S. or our allies. So that goes against everything we are. The media response from the White House, Pentagon, State Department, they weren't well coordinated. And if it were us, the CIA is pretty buttoned up. You know, well-crafted talking points that circle immediately. I mean, within a couple of hours, you got it down. Remember Benghazi? Remember Benghazi? It was a film. It was definitely a film. And everybody was saying it. That wasn't the case yesterday. This is very recent. The evidence might be forthcoming that Putin was to blame. Maybe the explosives will show to be chemically of Russian origin 
or maybe this was a sophisticated cyber attack out of Russia. I haven't seen any way to to verify something like that. Some other, you know, very mean thing that a very bad man Putin did. Okay, but let's not just go Putin bad. Let's not go Biden's bad. That's that's not this is too important. This is a Cuban missile crisis. And I, I just don't think enough people really understand how important this is. So let me clarify it one more time. Whoever it was, they've just put civilian infrastructure in international waters now on the table. If Russia feels it can now take the gloves off and bring cyber warfare on a grand scale into this, then weapons of mass destruction are officially an inherent risk to the U.S. and our allies. The stakes here are real. Water, electricity, oil pipelines, all of our infrastructure is at risk. And that's true no matter who did what used to have a hard time getting asleep at night <laughs> can't imagine why but that was in the bad uh, you know the battle days before i met mike lindell and uh, he he got me hooked on his pillow man i'm telling you he's a pillow pusher he really is mike lindell you know america's most wanted somebody that's <laughs> man the fbi they just they that was almost a shootout for this guy he is so dangerous he and his pillows and now his slippers my gosh what kind of revolution is this guy plotting me myself um i love his sheets i love his sheets i love his pillows sleep with it every night slippers great but you know what would make me pick up the phone more than anything else is how much they hate mike lindell how much the government would love to see him go out of business. That, that's, that's probably, why did you buy your pillow today? Because of how much they hate those pillows and the pillow guys. Yeah, that'd be me. But I'm kind of petty. Anyway, MyPillow.com. You know, buy it for that reason or because they're really, truly great. And they come with a money-back guarantee, a one-year warranty, all at MyPillow.com. Use the promo code BECK. MyPillow.com promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. seconds, Station ID. You know, Stu, I think we're going to have to get to the largest armed robbery in the history of the United States tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah. The largest armed robbery. Largest armed robbery mm. in, in U.S. history. Mm. And we caught the people who did it. We know who did it. And no arrests have been made. This is an actual... Bank robbery. Guys going into vault and taking everything out. We know who did it. No arrests. It's quite an amazing story. Uh, we'll give that one to you uh, tomorrow. Hey, by the way, um, in New Orleans, they're looking for police officers because there's a shortage because of the defund the police movement. 
they're still in the midst of reimagining, you know, everything uh, uh, with the police. And they are way understaffed. And so they started hiring civilians just to go in, you know. I'm not kidding. Civilians to be investigators. I can solve crimes. Uh, they also have. They have also it's like fantasy league for for, yeah. for police officers. Yeah, mm. yeah. I got the butler. But <laughs> he's on my team. Uh, anyway, it's the candlestick. <laughs> uh, New Orleans has the highest homicide rate of any major city in the country. 41 murders per 100,000 people. That's a 44% increase over last year and a 141% increase since 2019. I can solve crimes. I can do it. Hey, I'm I'm an artist. I can paint the the outline of the body. We've seen the left now running from their defund the police positions. Yeah. But do they get held responsible for that? Like I, I mean no. Beto O'Rourke is a great no. example of that here in Texas. Where he came out and said, yeah, no, we should be, I'm really glad that the George Floyd protests are bringing to the center of our conversation, mm-hmm. defunding the police. Finally, it's happening. We're so excited about it. And uh, I'm curious as to whether he gets rewarded for that position after we've seen these these hikes. It'd be in interesting crime. to watch, mm-hmm. won't it? Um, by the way, the New Orleans Police Department uh, has uh, said, you know, we have to hire more people. And uh, so we hope to lure more talent uh, into the New Orleans Police Department. Any applicant that has been turned down before that had any kind of questionable past, don't worry about it. You're in. So we're reimagining the police in a way where the police are are former crooks. Mm. That's good. What I think could that, possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? No, you want people with a little shady past. You know, hey, I can make all of this go away. You know what I'm saying? Ah, New Orleans, you're going to be even, even more spooky than you've been to most Americans. Uh, tourism's going to go through the roof. You know, the murder tourism. Hey, maybe you could do murder mysteries. Except they're real murders, and everybody who's staying in the hotel tries to figure it out. Today's murder gives you the, the next generation's true crime tours all across your city. It's a great tourist attraction. Well, not right now. No, but in the future. In a few years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, going out of business online every day. Going out. Doing shopping, banking, everything else online. It's a little like... a. Playing, you know, game of chess where the stakes are everything that you own uh, and uh, you're probably not going to win. You know what I mean? House always wins. Know the rules. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. I can't tell you how to hack into anything. Anything. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how they do it. I don't know what they're thinking about next. Here's the crazy thing. Nobody does. Nobody does. That's why you can't protect against everything. But I will tell you, as somebody who has had uh, crime in my house, in my house, coming from the Internet in, I have to tell you, you have to do everything you can to protect yourself and your identity. Save up to 25% right now in your first year of LifeLock with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com promo code BECK
BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off that subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Tonight, you do not want to miss uh, our Wednesday night special. It is on what's coming in the economy and how to deal with it. Worst case, most likely best case scenario, scenario, most likely worst case scenario. I wanted to bring Kevin Freeman in today. Um, He has a new book out called According to Plan, the Elite Secret Plan to Sabotage America. Uh, Kevin has been, you were on uh, Project Red Cell, weren't you, for a while? Is that right? No. 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 Uh, But I know you did. You were the guy who, after the crash of 08, were asked by the Pentagon to come in and do forensic. And you found the link uh, of that there was somebody, a sovereign fund most likely, that well, Russia and sovereign wealth funds not conspiring together, but both taking the shot at the same deer in the in the sights. You know. So this is the kind of thing that we're going through now. I, I remember being mocked mercilessly saying that, you know, um, socialist, communists, Islamists and others will all work together and to destroy America and the Western world. And they all said at the time that, no, these people won't work together. And I kept explaining They're not calling each other up and saying, hey, buddy, they're just seeing that they want to take America out and these people are moving in the same direction. So don't get in their way. Right. Exactly. Well, Hitler and Stalin would never work together except when they did. And then later they didn't. But yes, American individual liberty is the one thing that prevents them from getting their uh, dream of utopia of the world. And so the the globalists uh and the uh communists they each have a plan to destroy america exactly and that's according to plan that's the thesis of your book right right absolutely yeah. and and islamists and others american individual liberty is the one thing that stands between uh what they want to have in the world which is them being in charge and the rest of mm-hmm. us being serfs uh and and where we are now so give me some give me some of the highlights of of the book that you you can clearly recognize the plan. Well, the book is written. Uh, your your viewers will understand almost everything in there because they've seen it. We wrote this in a very uh, basic level so that individuals can hand it to their neighbor and say, "Hey, you know." The border, it's open. Fentanyl's coming across. Uh, is that incompetence? Uh, is that accidental? Or is it according to plan? Um, let's look at the military. Turning our military into a woke force instead of a fighting force. Is that incompetence? Is that just accident? Or is it according to plan? The stock market and the economy, and where we run up all this massive debt, is it just we're, we're just not good at this? Or is it according to plan? And as readers go through it, it's the old... A equals B and B equals C. The goal is to get the reader to recognize that, therefore, A equals C. And if you can get them to make that cognitive jump, you'll never talk them out of it. Mm. So we lay out the facts and ask the question, is this according to plan? And people will inevitably come to the conclusion, yeah, there's no way we're this incompetent across the board. There's, I mean, I think the last two years have just proven that to so many people. You can because you could have always said, no, I mean, they have best interest at heart or no. But look at the good things. You can't name one good thing when it comes to this administration. 
everything has been to the detriment of our constitution, our republic, our economy, our military machine, our place in the world. Everything, everything has been. That that is a plan. Afghanistan, you name yeah, it. You name and it. it's to the benefit of the Chinese Communist Party or the globalists. Everything is benefits one or the other and usually both. So Afghanistan, we left and and who's captured it? China. So I asked you this before we go on the uh, before we went on the air, and I'd I'd like to have you express this to the audience. Um, how long do we have before? Because you've been watching the economy much more than than I have, and we look for the same things. And uh, I've been surprised at how resilient this economy is. But we are now having our legs cut out from underneath us by our own administration with energy and everything else. How long do we have um, on this path? Well, there, there's the old story. How long does it take to go bankrupt? Very slowly, then all at once. And yes. it just happens all at once. Uh, if we make the right political decisions in the midterms, I think we can forestall the crisis. Is there an ultimate payment crisis? Absolutely. Absolutely. $31 trillion in debt and 5% interest rates. We're spending a trillion and a half dollars a year in interest only, and we're bringing $4 trillion in. And once we start down that spiral, it's inevitable. This economy, this currency will collapse inevitably unless we completely reverse course. But we can delay it and and if we do the wrong things in the midterms, uh, we have 24 to 36 months maximum. If we do the right thing, we have a decade to to reverse course and right the ship. Um, so I'm hopeful. I, I think that what we saw in Italy is very hopeful. I think so too. So boy, a, are they working to make sure that you think that that is fascism? Did you see that the um, the former prime minister? who's a part of the liberal side, who was running against her and says, I'm no friend of hers at all. But this uh, story that is coming out from the Western media that she's a fascist is fake news. She's not a fascist. I disagree with her. I ran against her. But we're not introducing fascism with her. So he's a Bill Maher liberal. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a it's amazing how I'll bet you don't see that story anywhere. No, and he, I've, I haven't seen. It. I'm glad you saw it. Yeah, uh, the reality she's not a fascist. Individual liberty is not fascist, and and the fascists the are all 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 extreme progressives. Yeah, that is the definite. You know, it's again, it's Hitler and Stalin. Uh, it's not people who believe in individual liberty and family and and um, patriotism. What do you say to the people who say that China is? so weak internally now that they're almost a paper tiger. But I would say the same thing about us. Well, number one, China may be extremely weak internally, but their pain tolerance is a lot higher than ours. I yes. mean, this is a society that allowed you, oh, you're, you're having a second child, we will kill it. Uh, if you can have a one-child policy and enforce it, if you can turn people's phones red with their health code app and, and get them to stop a bank run, they have a much greater uh, ability to control their population despite massive pain. They killed 100 million people, and you know communism has 50 million under Mao. So they're like this, the Russia under Stalin 
where, when, you know, will survive. They just will continue to survive. Chinese Communist Party has, has enormous ability to continue to operate and survive until it doesn't. And it may break someday, and I hope that it does, because the Chinese people are wonderful, terrific people that should be unleashed economically, unleashed with liberty. I mean, it'd, it'd be a marvelous thing. The name of the book is According to Plan, the Elite Secret Plan to Sabotage America. You're listening to Kevin Freeman. He is the uh, the author of it uh, and a really, really brilliant mind that studies this and has for decades now. Um, I want to ask you about the Nord Stream pipeline. Okay. Uh, people don't remember 1982. The Trans-Siberian Pipeline had an explosion that was so large you could see it from outer space. Now, there are people who say, well, it was an accident, it was poor construction, it was all sorts of other things. I've met with people on the Reagan National Security Council who admitted to me that they had actually allowed the KGB, uh, the Soviets, to capture some bad software that was pre-programmed and some bad ships, and that when they were implemented into the pipeline it caused an explosion so sabotage is clearly a possibility it's okay but most hang on likely. hang on that is different that to me is that's just brilliant oh you're gonna steal stuff from us yep. here steal this that is to me that's just smart that's oh just, no it was economic right. warfare in the cold war and it was complete nobody was hurt right. in it. it was a miracle and yeah. it really stopped the soviets a part of tape bringing down the soviet union so but this is different this is in international waters this is not a military target who do you think has the the motive to do it I, the only motive I could find, and I listened, was listening to you earlier, and I thought you were absolutely right about, you know, America, I hope we didn't do it, we might have had, you know, and so forth, but it doesn't seem, seem right. And it doesn't seem right for Russia to have done it to themselves. No. The, the clues aren't there. Germany, who is going to have an energy crisis anyway this winter, can now deflect problems from their bad policies to, uh, well, we had an ex uh, a sabotage in this pipeline. We don't know who did it, and we're not ever going to figure it out. But the globalists who want to turn us into serfs, and it goes back to the according to plan idea, uh, would be more than happy to have allowed that because it's, it's going to spike energy prices, uh, force us to the green approach. Uh, it's all according to plan. So that, I think, is at best. The most likely possibility in my mind at this moment. That one seems, what do you think of that, Stu? I think that one seems, I mean, nefarious, yes, but it does seem, uh, it does seem movie-ish. Everything yeah. else yeah. is a little convoluted. This one seems likely because you can go, politicians, they never want to take responsibility for anything. This one, I always look because the left always does things where it's a win-win for there for them. Even if they lose, they win. You know what I mean? This one is a win-win for, for instance, the globalists and and Germany because the pain is deflected off of the uh, politicians. You can't. You're not going to hear that anymore. It would be all about the pipeline. I think that makes total sense. But also. You're already hearing this is why we have to stop these pipelines and get out of gas and get into into green energy because it's just too unstable and dangerous. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it fits, right? It certainly fits uh, many of the other things we've been talking about for a long time. 
Uh, it's hard to know, obviously, at this point. But I mean, it's certainly a plausible theory. You have, it has to that's be. That's the, the first mix. one I've heard, Kevin. That that I think is. I think that's plausible. It's well, terrifying that that's it plausible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, but it fits the according to plan. And and th- this is the same group of people that had war gamed a pandemic. And then as soon as we had that virus, however it emerged from the lab or from bat wet market, (laughs) they just had an immediate response that that they were able to capitalize on it and benefit. And keep in mind, that hurt their economies, too. Mm -hmm. Right. All of those things hurt their economies, too, but it achieved their greater objective of making us serfs under their control where the elites don't wear the mask, but the rest of us do. They shut down schools. They shut down businesses. Yeah, they were willing to take that pain to achieve their greater long term objective, which is global dystopia, from my view. We're living in an evil age. No question. The good news is, I think the light is getting lighter. It is. And people are waking up. And that's why we wrote this book is so you can give it to your neighbor without the conspiracy theory massive behind it. You hand it to him and say, hey, we see these issues. Do you really think all of these things are happening accidentally or because we're incompetent? And they'll conclude, I'm certain of it. They'll conclude, no, there's a plan. And this is according to plan. Uh, Kevin Freeman, thank you so much for uh, stopping by. The Elite Secret Plan to Sabotage America. The name of the book is According to Plan. Thanks, Kevin. Let me tell you about American financing. It is hard to overstate the value of being at the right place at the right time. The right time is probably right now. The right place is American financing. The home loans have gone up now to 7%. They've just uh, topped 7%. How high do you think these go, Kevin? Well, we've seen 10% in our lifetime. If, if inflation's 8%, they should be 10%. Yeah, they should be. Yeah. Uh, which what at what point do we collapse the the markets uh, and collapse the debt? Ten percent would do it. Jeez. Mm. Okay, we're three points away from that. Yay, we're number one. Anyway, um, please call American Financing. Um, I believe they can help you. They'll just review everything that you have and then lay out some options for you to save a ton of money over time. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. They are not part of the banks. They don't work for the banks. They work for you. Um, they may give you a couple of options, uh, like uh, getting a locked-in rate uh, that is uh, fixed, and it's maybe a little bit lower, providing other types of loans, even just helping you find ways to raise your credit score, which is really important. American Financing is there to help you. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, one eight two three three four www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org The Glenn Beck Program Miss a day, miss a lot Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program I want to leave you with a couple of pieces of uh, audio here. The first one needs a little needs a little setup. This is this is uh, right from a little documentary piece about how we just have to be better to you know sex offenders in prison. I mean they're people too, and uh, we should give them a chance. You know, you want to set this up anymore, Stu? 
Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's get, meant to give you a sympathetic view of these people trying to make their way back into society. Mm-hmm. And you've been on the internet, you've heard the term, wait for it, wait for it. I encourage you to wait, wait for, for it. it. We all out here in this world, and we all got to make it happen, and ain't nothing stopping me. So, like, I'm very hopeful and confident. After this interview, Ashif sent a picture of his penis to our producer. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about a guy I mean, <laughs> who's who's just been interviewed and been talking to the producer of a show trying to be sympathetic so he can. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they I mean, are saying it was a problem. Yeah. That, that this poor guy nah, was he's, unfairly. He's fine. Yeah, he seems he's fine. fine. Let he's me give fine. you a more disturbing one okay. than that. The president of the United States. Now, he, he says something slightly different, thankfully, but uh, it's not, new, not too much better. Uh, he's, at a, uh, he's in front of a large audience. He's talking about a bill, and he compliments a particular congresswoman and asks where she is. Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she, was, she wasn't going to be here to help make this a reality. Yeah, she wasn't going to be here. No, no, she couldn't be there. Yeah, one of the she, reasons for that is that she, she's dead. She's dead. She's dead. Didn't you send a uh, condolence to the family? Literally Where's released a statement a couple of months ago. I thought it was bad when he said, stand up, Chuck. It's worse than that. To the guy in the wheelchair. No. He's actually topped it. Yeah. This a is somebody is dead. Still almost still grieving. The Glenn Back Program.